Come on, man. Hello, Patriots. Patriots, welcome to episode 146. Excuse me. Uh, how are you doing today? You got yourself a few cups of coffee in you and you're wide awake? I hope so. You ever have one of those mornings where you go back to sleep after your alarm goes off and then you wake up like, uh, oh, I don't know, 20 minutes prior to the time you're supposed to be live? I spend one of those mornings and um, I managed to get things put together and up and running and uh, I have my first cup of coffee, and I am here ready to go. So, uh, last I did not get to watch the interview last night with uh, Tucker and Trump. I did, I'm going to do that today, and I'll have some comments on it tomorrow. But um, last I knew it was at 100 million hits. It's probably much more than that because that was honestly like a, an hour after it ended. So, uh, amazing, amazing hits for President Trump. Again, he's... You know, he's, uh, he's got the right advice, and he's doing something that's going to bring him into the spotlight, and people are watching him, obviously. And, um, you know, then there's the the debate, which uh, Fox News was gonna, said they are going to punish him for if he doesn't show up by uh, not allowing his, his media people to be in the media room. Um, talked about that a little bit yesterday. What a big, huge, terrible loss that is. Not. But... Um, yeah, so we have the debate on one side, which is, you know, a parade of, for the most part, a parade of the uh, of the Uniparty and those that rep supposedly represent the the Republican Party. And, um, you know, a lot of people say that there's never going to be a, poss a possibility of actually starting a third party. And I would argue that it's already been done. It's just not on paper, you know, uh, at least... It's not recognized as being a party, but uh, there's two parties that that really exist today, and there's not three. There's the Uniparty that's made up of uh, the, the left and the right both, and as you know, um, there's plenty of situations where uh, we are we're outraged, and they are they're almost occurring daily now, and um, the Republican Party does does little to nothing about it, with the exception of a very few number of individuals. And you know, you have to give recognition to some of those people that have been standing up and fighting, uh, MPG and Boebert and uh, Jordan. And um, on the Senate side, you have uh, Johnson and you have Ted Cruz and you have uh, a number of people. But um, you know who I'm talking about. And... Um, it's good to see, and we need more people coming in, you know, that are like that. But um, that remains to be seen, especially when the elections are, you know, not under our control. Uh, hopefully that changes as well. But let's get to the signal for this morning. So here we have President Trump. Uh, as I mentioned, you know, had his talk with Tucker last night, but... One thing that happened is this. Jack Smith abruptly ends case against Trump. According to a court filing by Special Counsel Jack Smith, the federal grand jury in D.C. responsible for examining former President Trump's purported mishandling of classified documents has concluded. And we know, we all know, and we knew at the time that um, these charges were bogus, that under the Presidential Records Act, President Trump did nothing wrong, and that... Um, we know also the pictures that were taken were taken after the FBI uh, put a bunch of um, things together, boxes together, and um, got a bunch of the documents out and and uh, displayed them as if they were just carelessly thrown all over the house. Um, to contrast that to the stacks of documents that are sitting open in the in the open in Biden's garage, you know, so 
anyway, my point is we've all known all along that this is just another witch hunt to consume President Trump's money and time. And um, so anyway, they um, they also, you know, when they put this filing out, I'm just going to go back to this article here. The filing also revealed additional information regarding the investigation's discrete expansion in, to include an examination of alleged attempts to conceal evidence. Again, a joke. The submission uh, spanning 12 pages was made by David Harbach, a subordinate of Jack Smith. And um, basically, uh, is, Trump is facing charges that he unlawfully maintained class, classified documents, as you know. I'm going to get to the, uh, to the, the, the meat of the thing here. So <clears throat> the recent course, court documents affirm several particulars that were previously disclosed by the Washington Post. These include uh, Severa's decision to switch legal representation shortly after the indictment in June, as well as his subpoena uh, so subsequent provision of evidence against Day, Oliveria, Trump, and another Trump employee. Um, so, according to the prosecutors, the aforementioned falsehoods presented before the grand jury serve as a basis for the continued, continued utilization of the federal grand jury in D.C., notwithstanding the indictment of Trump by the Florida grand jury. The presiding judge in the Docs case, U.S. District, District Judge Eileen Cannon, located in Fort Pierce, Florida, requested an examination from the government regarding its utilizations of two separate grand, jur grand juries. So now um, the questions are turning back in, and um, basically the case is falling apart like we knew it would, and um, they're looking into... Uh, legal fees being paid and whether that's been above board. Basically, they're looking in, into everything that they can and uh, for whatever they can pin on him, as you know, which is uh, just another terrible example of of our agencies, our three-letter three alphabet soup agencies that have been weaponized against the people. And um, it's it's something that we see more and more examples, more and more examples of, more and more evidence of on a daily basis. And, um, you know, I mentioned the Uniparty, and the other party, of course, is the America First Party. Uh, not necessarily MAGA, you know, but it's it's full of people who understand that they've been duped, and people that really do care about the country and the Constitution. And, um, you know, too often... I think it's it's called mega, even though mega is are really the the group of people that that founded this whole movement or that who who make up this whole movement. But there's many more that are coming over, especially on the independent side, because of all the nonsense that's going on. And it's just a it's a, a party of people, if you will, that uh, believe that we should stick to our founding principles and that that we should um, we should be enforcing and protecting the Constitution instead of witness it being shredded every day before our very eyes, which is what, what's happening. So McCarthy says the House may launch Biden impeachment inquiry when Congress reconvenes. My answer to that is, um, what are you waiting for? Why Why have there been... There should be just a slurry of subpoenas every week. I mean, there's too many things that they did in to this country and uh, too many things that they continue to do. Yet we see, uh, you know, all, uh, all smoke but no fire on the part of of the Democrat of the Republicans. So, to my point earlier, starting the show, you know, this is this is uh, rhinos in action. And uh, you can talk about writing letters, and you can talk about impeachment, and you can talk about, but talk is cheap, basically. And hopefully, you know, with our pressure, uh, they get on the stick here and actually start doing some of the things that we want them to do, to include, to include, and I know this will never happen while uh, Biden is in office, but uh, to include the defunding of these three-letter three agencies 
and uh, criminal investigations into their actions and also to include charges of treason against one, one Joseph Biden and a, a very thorough investigation into Anthony Fauci and the whole COVID scandal. And uh, those things need to happen immediately. And uh, they're not going to because the agencies are controlled. And um, so first things first, we need to defund them. So that's something that uh, has to happen and it can't happen fast enough. So um, that is all the stories except for this. Tucker, you know, Tucker asks Trump um, whether or not he fears that he'll be killed. And I've said this a number of times. If you watch the show, you've you've heard me say it. But I believe that's certainly on the table. I believe that once they once they uh, run the course of all these all this legal all this lawfare this nonsense, that that is just kind of a logical step in the thinking of a depraved fascist globalist. Uh, you know, because it's all about power. So of course. He's a huge target, and uh, I just pray every day, and I ask you to as well, that that doesn't happen. And um, you know, it comes fresh on the heels of the uh, the assassination uh, plot that was against Trump. You know, and the charges there in the news this week about that. So, uh, what do you think? What do you think? Do you think he's he's in danger right now today? Or do you think that uh, he's he's really in danger only when um, when the, the lawfare wears out? I'd love to know what you think. I'd love to hear from you. All you got to do is email me at redbloodedpatriots at protonmail.com. Going to take a quick break and be right back. we watched our daughter Grace die on FaceTime, I uh, immediately felt that I needed to go to the hospital, though I was still pretty sick. And I met Jessica and our pastor there, and um, while we were in the room, we, Jessica and I let us spend a few moments just with Grace alone, and it was, it was just a horrific sight to come upon us. Her daughter Grace was now gone. You can um, hear me, right? The emotions that came over the top of our minds and just our physical bodies were just unbelief. We, uh, we took her BiPAP box. It was still on. This was hope and prayers that somehow she wasn't really gone. And as soon as we did that, the color of grace changed, and um, we had to accept that she was truly gone. Not one person stepped foot in that room. How can you do that? How can you allow an innocent person, a child, she's only 19 years old, die in front of your eyes? You don't do that. If you're human, you don't do that. They knew they weren't going to convince us to put Grace on a ventilator. That means the money was going to dry up. They had to have the money. And when you follow the money trail all the way through, you see that a ventilator is about a $300,000 decision. That they had higher paying patients in the emergency room. Grace was worth more dead than alive. We don't just need food, we need to eat food with a high nutritional value. Who wants to just survive food shortages? Let's thrive in times of adversity and lack. Optimize your daily nutrition and ensure you and your family have our two-year shelf-stable kingdom fuel as a cornerstone of your emergency food supply. Don't sacrifice your health or your taste buds. Stock up on kingdom fuel now.
You can grab yourself some Kingdom Fuel and other great items at Sherwood.tv slash TPR. That's Sherwood.tv slash TPR. Also, if you haven't seen Breaking the Oath yet, you can see it for free. It's on redbloodedpatriots.com. Uh, the documentaries uh, are in a row that you can scale through. <clears throat> Excuse me, right below the, the show uh, episodes listing. So check that out. You can also see it on AmericaFirstProductions.com, America the number one stproductions.com. And of course, more documentaries are in the work works. So um, you can donate to help out these projects. That would be wonderful. All right. So we're all tired of the media. We're all tired of the censorship. We're all tired of being tired about it. Actually, it's gone to, gotten to the point where the censorship is just so blatantly outrageous and, and anti-constitution uh, uh, freedom of speech uh, that um, it's utter nonsense. And we do have some people who are stepping up. Many people like me are stepping up and doing vlogs and doing other things, uh, getting more active in local politics and, um, and that sorts of sort of things. But uh, I have a gentleman with me, a special guest, Mr. Sam Anthony, who uh, is with me here now. And um, we are going to discuss this and we're going to discuss what uh, Sam has been doing with uh, this very issue. So Sam, welcome aboard. It's good to see you. I'm glad that you're, you're here and that you are uh, doing what you're doing and fighting back against the, all of this nonsense. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. You're very, very welcome. So you're the president and CEO uh, of um, Your News Media Group, right? Yes. And um, would you just explain a little bit about yourself and how how you kind of got here and what was the what was the reason? What drove you to actually do what you're doing with Your News right now? Well, it started a long time ago. Um, you know, we believed that the internet was going to transform a lot of industries. One of them was going to be the media space. And this is going back over 20 years ago, you know, and, and nobody mm -hmm. believed that story that print newspapers are going to go away. And today, nobody doesn't believe it, right? They're all scratching their heads going, are they still printing that thing, right? Yeah. Who's, who's looking at it? So right. we, um, you know, we set out to create a platform that would replace the daily paper um, it didn't work out. I mean, we did it for years, just trying to figure the whole model out. And it was a long process. And we ended up, the, the whole trick to this, Jeff, is local news. Like, how do you get local news in every city in America? And how do you do it cost effectively? Because if I had to hire all the news reporters that were out of work with all these newspapers, it, my payroll would be astronomical. Um, but what we did was we we had it uh, we set it up like uh, you know how the networks Fox and CBS have the TV networks with local Fox CBS ABC affiliates across the United States. So we licensed our digital property to broadcast stations that were pri primarily independent radio stations with news departments. And what they did was they provided the local news, we provided the national news, and then we did a rev share with them. And that worked great until COVID. And when COVID hit a lot of the networks started to drop off the platform and some of them told me that well all of them told me that look there's no businesses open number one but number two they fired all the news people like the first people to go are the news people in these in these organizations and so some of them came out and said to me look sam you better think of a better model because our radio stations aren't going to be around forever um because they're going to be replaced by you know on demand you know streaming Right. And so I um I was laying in bed one one night and you know I had one of those epiphanies. What if we what if we change this to a monetization model? You know how YouTube has a monetization model for YouTubers yep. where if you get a big enough audience you could share in the revenue. So right. we had to change the the platform, basically rip the engine out, put a new engine in that would accommodate that. And then we set out to start building a news organization and seeing, you know, I had to test it and see, you know, what the people thought and everything because LinkedIn right now, if you're on LinkedIn Navigator, there's just under a half a million news reporters that are out of work. They call themselves freelance journalists. So that's just the United States. Uh, so we started building our own news team. And the way it works is it's uh, no different than YouTube. So you take somebody that's out of work in any market in America. They write a story about the high school football game. They post it to us. We publish it to the to the geography it's relevant to. So with the sports section, but it could be the whole market. What they do is they share it on their true social or Twitter or whatever their, you know, their uh, social media is. And 
people that they follow them come to my site to consume their content and we sell the ads for them and they get a percentage of the ad revenue around their content. Make sense? Makes sense. So the the model worked and now we're in the process of building our own news organization. Um, as I'm sure you're aware, mainstream media has a limited lifespan, right? They call it legacy media for a reason. We all know print newspapers are going away, but if you don't know, radio and TV have massive problems. Uh, there's, there's still a demand for news. It's just how people consume it has changed and everything is moving online. So my prediction on how this is all gonna play out is the future of news will be online, obviously, but what'll end up is it'll be one global media giant by zip code. It will allow the public to interact and post their own news views, opinions, and classifieds locally. It'll have a monetization model for news reporters and audio and video content creators that do this for a living, where they will get a percentage of the ad revenue that appears around their content and a self-service ad platform where people can log in, buy their own ads, and target around the content of relevance as granular as one zip code or as broad as nationwide. And, and that's not far-fetched, right? I mean, it's basically Facebook minus the monetization model, right? That's the closest right. model to us. Right. So uh, the reporters that are out of work, the journalists that are out of work, mm -hmm. um, is, is there um, evidence of, and I imagine there's plenty, a culling of people who are true journalists and want to actually uh, leave the decisions up to the reader or the viewer uh, or is it um, have those people been purposely targeted and removed from the major the major media sources of yesteryear you know is that uh, well those people those people have definitely been removed from the major media sources but remember there's a lot of people out there that just were part of the downsizing, right? You know, the local mm -hmm. paper somewhere in Arkansas where they lost their job and now they're looking for a way to make a living. And then you got people coming out of school, the younger generation. And, you know, I asked them, why, why did you get, why did you pick journalists as a major? And they said, because we love to write. And so remember, you know, there's, there's not all cops are bad, right? Not all teachers right. are bad. Not all journalists right. are bad. It's just that, you know, they, if you have a bad cop, one bad cop, it kind of ruins it for the rest of them. It works the same way with journalism. So the, there's still a lot of journalists out there that want to put out the truth and they're looking for a place to do it. And that's uh, that's what we are. We just want the facts to be uncovered and let the public decide, you know, for right. your own conclusion. Right. Well, you know, I mean, you got you got people like me that are obviously talking about how they what their perspective is. So you get you get my perspective and you have plenty of people that are more on the opinion side and talking about the issues of today and everything else but i really like what i'm hearing from you I, you know i showed the website here as you were talking a little bit but um i have i have some stuff of my own posted and uh, i need to get everything updated i'm honestly having some trouble with uh, with one of the sites uh, getting stuff posted up and stuff so doing this is kind of a <laughs> it's kind of a, a much bigger job than 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 one person is is capable of doing but i i do have a few a few of my episodes posted and it's easy to do you know you ran me through it it's very simple to do so from a from the standpoint of people having to be tech wizards you've made your platform very user-friendly haven't you of course, it's no, it's really no different than Craigslist. Everybody that's used Craigslist knows how to post something to Craigslist. This is almost right. the exact same thing. So anybody can upload anything to the site, and then there's a review process. Nothing goes live before somebody looks at it. But then once approved, they get email notification to their store with a direct link. Right. So so that review function function <clears throat> is that uh, primarily like an editor would look at a story and. Uh, just making sure that the content isn't uh, illegal or what's all involved in that review process? So the the review process right now, we have some markets that have actual editors. We, we're set up by Television DMA, where there's 210 markets in the United States. Market number one is New York, number two is L.A., that kind of thing. So we have them set up like that. And some of the markets have editors, and these editors have real news experience. And I try and explain to people I'm not in the news business myself personally. And so I use the example, imagine Jeff, if you and I uh, built a football stadium, we don't play football, 
we just own the stadium. We're developers. And we call in the teams, the players, which are the draw. And then people come out front because they want to watch the players. And we sell them the tickets and all the concessions inside. I built the stadium. And now what we have is we bring the players, the news reporters out of work. And then they're the ones that are playing on the field. And they're the draw. And people come in to consume their content. And then... At some point in time, we will have editors in every market. And those editors, I would say, would be, for the example, would be like the coaches on the team. You need coaches, right? The editors right. have to have real-world experience. And these are the gatekeepers for the content coming in. And they will look at the content, and then they will decide where that content's going to be run and then what needs to be changed. That's It's basically moving from the old guard to the new guard. This is the this is the new platform for how news and information will be distributed. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break, but then I'd like to go into taking a look at maybe a little further into the website and talk to you about uh, you know more on the editorial side as well. So I uh, just have mandatory breaks, so I'm going to do this. If you want to mute for just a few minutes, sure. We'll be back in about three minutes. Patriots, it's me, Wayne Alaroot, otherwise known as War. I have a very special announcement for all of you. My hit show, Wayne Alaroot, Raw and Unfiltered, is coming to the brand new station that's taking over the nation, Blessed News Network. God has opened a door in my life to be part of this amazing new Christian conservative network, live every night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, on our channel on Roku TV, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, and streaming live on the Blessed News iPhone and Android apps. Tune in to watch me drive home the truth and dismantle the fake news narrative with big name nightly guests and exclusive interviews with all the heavy hitters you know and love. Become part of history as we make America godly again and launch the first faith-centered conservative broadcasting network where Jesus Christ is commander-in-chief of all of our stories and where truth and integrity really matter. Join me Monday through Friday on any of our platforms or on the Blessed News website, blessed.news, where you can stream all the shows for free. Or you can sign up for Blessed Plus for even more access to Raw and Unfiltered with me, Wayne Allen Root, the hardest working man in show business. Thank you, and God bless America. Steel News will be joining the Blessed News Network 11 p.m. weeknights. I'm Ann Vandersteel, and I'm very excited to be a part of the programming put together by Jake Lang. Doesn't matter if he's behind bars. He's a January 6th political hero, as far as I'm concerned. And Steel News will be reporting the truth of everything happening, not only in the swamp, but around the world to help you put into context what's really going on so you can make the best decisions for you and your family. Steel News, 11 p.m. on the Blessed News Network. All right, I'm back with President and CEO of Your News Media Group, Mr. Sam Anthony. Sam, thank you so much again for being here. We, just before we went to the break there, you were talking about uh, the editorial function in this in this uh, in your new venture here, Your News, and how that will be uh, how that will be done. And you you had referenced it as saying that it's kind of getting rid of the old guard and bringing in the new guard. You want to explain that a little more? Are you saying that in the sense of uh, people that have the uh, uh, jurists have the uh, the ethics that journalists used to uh, live by in the media. Is, is that what you're referring to when you say the new guard? 
Well, what I mean by the new guard is they call it legacy media for a reason. It's it's all going the way of the dinosaur and it's going to be replaced with something. Okay. The model we have, whether it's us or somebody else, will end up becoming the replacement for how news and information is delivered. But that news that that the content coming in really needs to have some kind of editorial control over it. It's not going to be me. It's going to be people, somebody that lost their job in a specific news organization and was the editor of that job that knows how to work the business. All he's doing is migrating from the old version to the next platform. That's what I mean. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. So I guess my question is, you know, with that is how do you make sure that the censorship doesn't occur uh, when, when those people are kind of the the gateway guards and making sure that all this information that freedom of speech is preserved. How do you do that? Who watches the watchers? That's, that's the question, I guess. Well, right now we haven't ran into that problem. I'm sure we will at some point. You're always going to be infiltrated with people that are trying to do bad things. Right. But the way this, the way I envision this platform working is all news should be run if it's, if it's factual. doesn't matter who's who, what party it's about. It, it doesn't matter if you found out that Trump committed a crime, you should publish that and let the audience know just as much as you should publish something about Joe Biden or Hunter Biden. It's the same thing. It, the, the public right. needs to know. If we, if we have some editor that is blocking a story for some reason, then that reporter needs to send that up the chain of command and get to us and we can look into it and then we could decide what's real and what's not real and we can make a decision on whether we should remove that editor or not. As, as, as I see it, everything should go live provided it's real. That's how I see it. And then on well, top yeah. of it, you're going to have the public let you know things as well, right? So right. I'm sure there's going to be editorial review. It probably it won't be me. Okay, but it'll be somebody that understands this stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's refreshing to even hear, you know, somebody talk about basically you're sharing the facts of the case as you know them at the time, whatever that case may be, and uh, letting the people decide, which is kind of the whole point, right? I mean, that's the whole point of journalism is to is to provide facts and, and allow people to make their own conclusions from those facts. Um, so... Let's talk. Let's talk about the platform a little bit here. I'm gonna. You, you won't be able to see it on your window, but I do have the website up. So mm -hmm. across the top, you got national news, and you got local edition, U.S. world, uh, multimedia, classifieds. You have a daily puzzle up there. So it really, in a sense, it really is that kind of newspaper feel to it, right? I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's the same thing. People, I don't know if you're like me, but um, I like things that are that are physical. So I. I listen to audiobooks, but if it's a book I really like, I have to buy it because I, there's something about having something in your hand that that uh, that is uh, it's important to me. But that's because of where I come from. That's because of uh, how old I am and, and those sorts of things. I think where uh, when you and I discussed this on the telephone, you were talking about um, you know, how the the younger generation. I mean, most people are getting all their data from their phone. They're getting their they're going to their apps or they're going to the websites like your news and they're consuming their information and their news from there, or maybe it's a podcast or something, but um, this has changed over time. And the way your page is laid out here, uh, you can come in as a user and you can kind of navigate right away because you, you have it set up in the, in a format that people are familiar with, I think. And, um, so, like I said, when I was talking about it earlier, it's uh, it's it's fairly easy to contribute to um, using the buttons on the top, right? So I can change my location, and uh, I can also submit some news, which um, I think uh, everybody likes the idea of freedom of speech. Uh, those of us who are actual patriots, anyway. And uh, so you have this set up, and you have kind of. Uh, major story right a future featured story here and you got to eat so you have a little bit of advertising but not not bad and um, then you have kind of the primary stories in a um, um, column and row uh, format which is not, which is pretty easy to go through and you get a little tease of the story and uh, can click on it and expand the story and, and do some more so 
the layout is very nice. I see you also have some accessibility options in here, and that is good. That's important, so everybody can get the news they need. And um, yeah, so it, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, are, there, are there any things, uh, features, or um, features that may be coming in the future, future that you think sets you apart from some of the other websites that are are, are attempting to provide unbiased media? Well, I think the the thing that sets me apart is than the other, you know, unbiased media is going to be the scale that we have and the broadness. Okay, so I could publish your kids' little league game, and that's going to appear in the sports section in one city, while the high school football game is going to run to the market, while the Monday so while the Monday night football game runs national, still sports news, but it's the sheer broadness of this, and it's remember. The newspaper business model has been around for 200 years. It works, mm -hmm. okay? That model, they were always the 10,000-pound gorilla in every market, and now they're going away. This is the exact replication of the physical world, minus all the print and distribution costs, and it puts the power of the press in the hands of the people, and it allows them to contribute and them to have a voice. Look, mainstream media is disgusted with the fact that people can actually have a voice and post. They could have their own YouTube channel, right? And why do you think that mm -hmm. YouTube suppressed all the all the people on YouTube or the truthers that were trying to get information out to the public? The the, the legacy media does not like it. I had a, a friend of mine that used to be the general manager for CBS 12 here. And when he saw that submit news button, he said, he, in disgust, he said, you allow the public to post news? I said, yes, I do. He said, we would never do that. I go, well, that's why you guys are going to be out of business. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. But, but remember what we have, it's really the scale because nothing local works. You that No newspaper has ever decided to go off on their own and make a living at it. You need scale. So as big as the Chicago Tribune or the New York Times or the LA Times used to be 20 years ago in terms of ad revenue, if you ever looked at Chicago on the map, Jeff, you could actually put a pin right in the whole market. Okay, a pin. I'm the whole map. And so what I am is one big massive aggregator, like all news organizations, and we're bringing all the country's information under one umbrella and creating one uniform media. That's what we're doing. Right. And I'm just, as you're talking here, I'm just going, hovering over mm -hmm. these sections, <clears throat> these sections. So um, people can get an idea of what the content is. So you have, uh, you also have world news on here. So is the is the contribution then open to to all people globally, or is it restricted to the U.S. or any certain it, geographical? It's, it's open globally. So some of the writers we have are from overseas, but they're writing world news. These are people that lost their job that work for another newspaper, and they're writing mm -hmm. content that they would have wrote at the newspaper. But that falls in my world news section. We have people that write entertainment stories, but they used to work for newspapers and now nobody's hiring. So now they're submitting content to me, right? And then they share it on their right. social media and people come to my site to consume it. So the, when the stories come in, when, when I write a story, or want to post something, um, is it automatically always part of the local because of zip code or... So are those things tied that way, or is there a determination that if the editor has to, or the person serving as the reviewer, uh, has to also say, okay, well, this has, um, you know, na some national importance, so I'm going to make it national, or this has, you know, world importance, so it's going to be world news. Um, who who decides that, and how is that, how is that information then put in the right buckets? So what. Uh all news is local somewhere, right? Doesn't matter if it right. makes national news, it happened in some town, okay? So when somebody submits an article to us, it comes into that geography. If it's a geography controlled by an editor, they could look at the story and they could only run it to their markets. They don't control national. You can't have 210 people with national control. You really have to have just one or two people that have national control. So if this is something that they deem to be big, they could, let's say it was uh, that thing that happened in Orange County. I guess somebody was shooting somebody in Orange County here, or some bar, you know, got into a fight, uh, mass shooting or something. 
that story is going to come up the food chain to the national editor. If the national editor can then grab that article and they can run it national news, they can make it front page news, they can put it as U.S. news, right? That's how it works. So you, you imagine as you start getting bigger and bigger and bigger, it you know all these news stories like something that happens there, they got the Fox, CBS, and ABC affiliates covering it, but that might go up to Fox National and they might decide to do that as a national story, right? But it was the local right. affiliate who covered it. Fox doesn't have boots on the ground in every city in America. Right, so what is the time that elapses within that whole decision-making or is that something that it's posted, uh, but then it's it's considered even after it's posted, and it may go uh, national, you know, three days later? Or how does that work? Well, when the content comes in, if it's throughout the day, right in the you know in the daytime, uh, somebody looks at that story, and then they determine where it needs to be placed, and then the content gets distributed based on geographical geographical relevance. That's it. It's usually minutes. It's okay. in the middle of the night at three or four in the morning. You know, usually we'll go live around five o'clock in the morning or six o'clock. It'd be reviewed. So as far as the people who reviewed, is it is it nationwide or as far as the limited number that actually can do that? So you have that time zone issue covered. That's what I'm really getting to. So, so my partner lives in Las Vegas, which is the West Coast time. I'm here. Mm -hmm. So in the mornings, I'll handle the stuff in the morning here because it's a three-hour difference there, and I'm usually up around 4.30 or 5. Anything coming into some of the local markets where we have editors, they handle all their own stuff. We don't deal with it. Okay, cool. All right, I, got, I uh, have some more questions for you if you can hang around. Sure. I have to do another ad break, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, it'll be about three minutes. I'll be right back. Okay. Hey Patriots, it's Jeff Wagner. Let's face it, it's getting harder and harder to make ends meet. It's only going to get worse. This inflation is going to continue. As a matter of fact, our dollar is in jeopardy of even existing with the crazies that want to go to the digital currency to control us all. You can go to com slash the Patriot Review, get all kinds of free, great information and invest in gold and silver for your future. Our world is full of electromagnetic fields that even though we can't see them, are affecting our bodies, our sleep, and even our ability to think clearly. The advent of 5G is only making this worse. There is an answer. Visit Fix the World by clicking the link in the Patreon Review show description below to view natural products that can actually protect you from EMF and 5G and even improve your sleep. Skeptical? Get the free Dangers of EMF Radiation ebook free by clicking on its direct link also in the show description. Here's a nutritional hack anyone can master. Replace a meal a day with our kingdom feel. Or if you're a mosh in the gym, Add a shake to your daily meal plan. Our unique meal shakes are balanced, low glycemic, rich in fiber, 20 grams of clean protein, essential vitamins and minerals, healthy fat, and organic fruits and vegetables. Kingdom Fuel is vegan with a complete amino acid profile. Bottom line, it's a simple start to a transformed life. No gimmicks, just results. Start today. Hey, Patriots, you can save up to 66% at MyPillow.com when you use the code TPR. That stands for The Patriot Review. That's TPR or call 800-519-9927. That's 800-519-9927. I use these products myself. I can tell you they are the best quality bar none. So go ahead, use the code TPR and get up to 66% off right now. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner.
And we're back, Sam. Uh, I was looking at the site over the break there, and uh, one thing I did not mention that I also saw was the media section. You have like Brideon on there, and you have uh, Frank Speech, and and uh, you know there are more and more of those popping up as well. This show is on Blessed.News, as as well as uh, Right America Media News, which is a Right America Media TV or RAM RAM TV. Dot live, so that's a it's another conservative site, and then uh, they have live uh, live a live channel if it if it, you uh, kind of like Frank uh, speech does. So, but uh, blessed is brand new, and blessed was uh, put together by Jake Lang, who's the January 6th political prisoner who's still in jail, and uh, he's got some pretty major shows that are part of that channel. I'm fortunate enough to be about it, but I say all of that to say this that. There are there are plenty of growth opportunities within your site, and as more and more people come on, it just is going to become more and more robust, and uh, it's something that you know people are hungry for. Uh, kind of the best of both worlds. I mean, they can contribute their 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 views, they can contribute stories, but they can also get a wide variety of stories and opinions, and that's just going to expand. So. I love the concept. I love the the whole approach that you have uh, to getting people back to a point where they can get some more factual information and um, you know and make their own decisions. And that's really what has been missing. I mean, our media. At what point in time do you think that we started getting into the going down this the slope of censorship and um, you know, violating people's free speech rights. Did, did you see that in any particular certain time or decade? Or uh, obviously, here we're here today. But what do you think prompted that? Well, I, you know, the if you ask Alex Jones, he's been he's been crying wolf for years about this, right? Right. Um, I really never saw it coming until it was here, right? And then it was right in your face. And so, what prompted it was Trump. That's how I see it. I mean, tr they never expected Trump to win. Hell, I didn't expect Trump to win. You know, remember the the polls were coming out saying, oh, he's behind. He's not going to win. And then, you know, I get shaken at three in the morning. He's going to win. I mean, he actually won. And so I, I think from there, they had no choice but to do what they're doing now. The, the, before they could subtly get it done. OK, and they right. were and they were talking about whoever the you know, the president was and this is a great person. And, you know, they, they never really went after the Democrats. Well, now they went after Trump and all Trump did was make America better. That's all he did. Yeah, that's and, exactly right. And, and so everything that they did was an absolute outright lie. It was com it was a complete lie fabricated. And when that happened. You know, you started to see mass migration of mainstream media. I mean, look at Tucker Carlson. The, the right. thing that ever happened to me and you was Fox getting rid of Tucker, taking him off air. And the reason I say that is because there's a lot of people that believed him and they just lost two thirds of their audience. Right. It's devastating to any news organization. So, well, and they deserved it, just like the woke corporations that are trying to shove. You know things down our throat rather than just provide us the service they're in business to provide us or the products uh same things happening on that end you know and um i think you're right i think that it was a much uh, subtler uh con control of the population uh before trump comes in but here you have a guy who uh yeah i know you know he says things that that are a little rough or whatever you know but honestly if we can overlook yes uh having uh, sex in the in the old office uh in you know and um being unfaithful to your wife although with hillary i can kind of understand it <laughs> but uh you know what i'm saying is it really is kind of the last straw and i think it's particularly important because it came from fox so you know i think people are have gone through the same evolution that i did where at first you know maybe you weren't so political but then for me personally it was 9-11 that really uh that really woke me up and i started becoming much more active and um you know but it's it's progressed so then you have fox news being the the number one among conservatives and and fighting back against the 
the leftist media, and then I think it's important that it's Fox News or more advantageous that it's Fox News because they were in the position they were in. And uh, here you have a guy who comes in office, and really I think the big problem they have with him is he's the first guy who actually is going to do what he said he's going to do to his constituents and to, to do so in, in the, in, at least in his mind, for the purpose of improving lives for Americans and keeping us out of nonsense wars and so on and so on. And um, I think that's the big one is that when you start fighting the system that's really based on greed, the hunger for more money and the hunger for more power, you become a target. So um, I think you're right on with that. And, you know, what I guess what my question is, um, so you have your news set up and it's yournews.com. So people can check it out, yournews.com. And um, what's the future in your mind? What is, as far as the consumer changes, we already know that it's much more, you know, small devices and, and that sort of thing. But what's the what's the future state of affairs look for, look like, first of all, for that legacy media? I mean, the viewership has gone to, down to such a point that, uh, you know, you have to question how long are they going to survive? Are you asking me how long? Yeah, what's survive? your what's your what's your feeling on what that fu future years. looks like? Seven years. Seven years. Mm -hmm. I'm saying uh, that. For, well, here's why. Uh, there's companies out there, research companies that. Oh, hang on. I'm sorry. Hang on one second. Um, I got someone I have to meet at the door. Quick, I will show a quick break, and I'll be right back. Okay. As you all well know, patriots assembled on January 6th at the United States Capitol to peacefully protest a stolen election. Approximately a million liberty-loving Americans stood in unity and exercised their constitutional right to redress their grievances. Historically, the protest took a violent turn when Capitol Police officers started inciting and brutalizing an unarmed crowd, even killing four defenseless American citizens on the steps of our own Capitol. Now over 900 January Sixers and their families have been persecuted by the Biden regime and the FBI, violently arrested and abused and tortured in prison. Some spending over 20 months locked away in gulag-like conditions, political prisons inside our very own United States. They're being held without bond, visitations, haircuts, religious services, access to evidence and attorneys, and in many cases, complete solitary confinement. This atrocity highlights the two-tier justice system that villainizes conservative patriots and rewards career criminals. That's why we started the J6 Legal Fund to help retain competent conservative attorneys for our newest national heroes. J6 Legal Fund was created by J6 political prisoner Jake Lang to ensure full transparency in directing 100% funds to legal costs. Not a single penny is wasted. All right, so sorry about that. I had a FedEx delivery that I had to sign for and uh, wasn't supposed to be here till later. Okay. Um, so my apologies for that. Thanks for being patient with me. Um, so I interrupted you. We were talking about how you arrived at the, the seven-year prediction. The I was telling you there's there's research companies that people like Morgan Stanley, a lot of the big banks, they buy their their information and they do like they'll take an industry like the automobile industry or the pharmaceutical industry and they'll predict based on numbers what that industry is going to do over the next five years in other words it's going to grow at a percent or two or you know, go down or whatever it is and they're pretty accurate and so these the big banks buy these the brokerage firms and so they could use this information to report to their clients and it's good information to have very expensive so last year the the online ad spend globally was 550 billion dollars. Now normally you might see an upswing of three, four, five percent or ten percent, but in the next 36 months the projected growth is is 851 billion. So it's literally going to jump 300 billion dollars. Now my question to you is just trying to connect the dots. Where's the money coming from? Because it's not coming from me and you. This is not new money people are spending. This is massive amounts of money coming from institutions, corporations. And it's moving from TV and radio. Newspapers are already vaporized. They're done. Okay. It's just mm -hmm. moving to online products. 
that's where it's going. And, and the reason I say that is if you could take the 50-year-old the of today and in 30 years, they're going to be 80. What's the average age of an individual? Man, woman, it doesn't matter. It's like 77, 78 in that range. So call it 80. So in 30 years, that era is going to be gone. Not everybody, but for the most part. you got the 20-year-old that's going to be 50. Do you really think those people are going to be watching Fox News? <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. Okay, no. it's not going to happen. Now, here's the thing. 20 years of that has already transpired, okay? And all you have to do is look at the average audience for network news. Do you know what it is by any chance? Uh, I don't know. I'll I will tell you, and I was blown away. It's 68 years old. Wow. That is surprising. Okay. That's why you see all the pharmaceutical ads. Okay. Because it's their <laughs> audience. My point yeah. is you can't wait. It's not like Fox is going to say, well, there's still one guy watching. Let's leave it on. It's not going to yeah, work right. that way. When you right. lose a big enough market share, it just all collapses and everything goes away. So it's not going to take that much longer. And that's why I was saying the future of news, it will end up becoming one global media giant. Look, you got Facebook, Twitter, Amazon, LinkedIn, Uber, everything's global. It only makes mm -hmm. sense that the next global, the next media giant is going to be global. And for what, what I do, because I'm scalable nationwide by zip code, it's only one website, but everything is assigned to zip codes, you know, counties, cities, markets. Sure. But for me to open up England is a zip code table. And it's free. And bam, you got England. If I want to do Australia, bam, there's Australia. Wow. It, it's Yeah, that's very powerful. And, uh, you know, that that uh, that power is in the hands of the people, which is where it should be. That is exactly correct. So the way I see it is the people should actually own my product. What we do is put the power of the press in the hands of the people and give them their freedom back, where now they can actually have a voice. The only thing you could do before was scream and moan inside your house. Now you can actually have a voice and be heard. So right, well, that, that is um, that's refreshing to hear. And there's there's some other like-minded um, individuals. I think that I had a, a gentleman on my show about talking about his browser, the Tusk browser, mm -hmm. which uh, I found really interesting as well because with his browser you can search, you can click the three three search types you can go left left leaning uh media related to this topic centrist media to kind of get the both and you can sort and go right right leaning so <clears throat> it's gotten to the point now where i like i like that the concept and this concept because uh it's completely out in the open you know when you're searching for something and you click a button that says left well it's obviously you know you know what the skew is so i think it's a brilliant idea uh, just like I think your news is a brilliant idea and uh, hopefully you're rewarded properly by being on the very cusp of this whole thing. So again, folks, the site is yournews.com, yournews.com. And uh, Sam Anthony is the president and CEO. Sam, thanks so much for being with me today. Love to just give you the final closeout here and let us know what we need, we, uh, need to know and how we can uh, best keep up with what's going on with you. Uh... Well, I don't really have any social media other than my LinkedIn page because people told me I needed to have one. I'm a little older. So, you know, what we're doing right now is we're at the forefront of this whole movement. You know, you, we are a social media news platform is what we are. And the more content that comes in, the bigger the audience grows. So once you've aggregated all the content, you've got all the readers. And so what we want to do is we want to democratize the media and make it fair and balanced and allow everybody to contribute and everybody to have a voice. I mean, that's really what I see happening here. Um, the legacy media doesn't like us because they're not in control. Um, but mm -hmm. you have many people like yourself and all the other different podcasters. You guys are individuals. You build an audience. With me, I could have somebody that posts their kids' Little League game in Schaumburg, Illinois, and that content goes to the sports section, but then you get all grandma and grandpa and friends and family coming to read it, or your content's right there as well. You see what I mean? Right. And you right. could have, like I just saw Pete Santilli submitted a, a video. He does, you know, he does podcasts as well, like you. So his podcast is in my multimedia Your News video section. 
And when you submit one, it goes to the same page. Well, Pete is pushing that out to over 100,000 people. When they come in, your content's right next to them. So it allows awesome. you to reach a broader audience. Okay. Awesome. Unfortunately, I'm up against a hard cut here. So thank okay. you for being here, Sam. Love to have you back and God bless you. Thank you very much for having me. Have a great day. Bye. You too as well.